Hello humans, welcome to our podcast. My name is Baze. And my name is Dare. And welcome to BAD, our podcast, standing for Baze and Dare. Yay. (laughs) So the first thing that we're going to talk about on this podcast, the first topic in our very first episode at 5.35pm on this beautiful day of the week that I don't know what it is, we're going to talk about abortion. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday? Okay. (laughs) On this beautiful Wednesday, we're going to talk about abortion first. Okay, so abortion. So, how do you feel about it? Like, are you pro-life or do you just... Honestly, I don't care. I don't care at all. And that's because it's, it's different for every single person that's coming to get that abortion. It's like, you have people who get abortions because they don't want to have a baby with the person that they got pregnant by. So, for instance, somebody who was raped and this very broad scenario yeah it's not they don't have to keep that baby that's a really fucked up situation you know so to say like oh we're against abortions you can't get an abortion because you know pro-life they did not want to be pregnant they did not want to have sex with this person that had sex with them you know exactly so uh it's really really up to them plus your your body your choice man do your do your thing right like i don't (laughs) i don't really care either but Oh my gosh! Wow, they're fighting technical difficulties, <laughs> physical difficulties. <laughs> like I don't really care either, but if you're the type of person to continuously get pregnant and continuously get abortions, I don't agree with it. Yeah, that's messed up. Cause like if you know you're not gonna want kids. Why do you keep putting yourself in that situation? Use a condom. Get on birth control. Oh do God. something. Um, or you know what? Don't have sex. Don't have sex. Go <laughs> masturbate somewhere. <laughs> it's also... um. But I share your views on the uh, rape part, too. Especially, if you know, from personal experience in different situations. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I, definitely the whole personal and experience thing. I'm definitely not against someone who was raped or sexually assaulted, like, or anything that happened to you. Like, if you need to get an abortion, get an abortion. But you can also get abortions for your living situation, mm-hmm. <laughs> your age. Age financial is situations. also a factor. Yes, financial situations. Um, if you can't take care of yourself mentally and physically, you cannot take care of someone else. Now, if you feel like you can physically go through with having a baby and put it up for adoption, go ahead. I mean, a lot of people don't because they don't want more children in the system. Yes, and then you have some people who um, who can't even fathom the thought of getting an abortion. But if, I know that for me, I'm one of those kinds of people who would be like, I would not be able to do that. I know that it's this little fetus human. I wouldn't be able to do that. It would like hurt my feelings and hurt my heart and it would destroy my mental health. But having a baby also would not be something that exactly. I would want to do like that either. So I would be in a position where I'd be like, do I give this baby up for adoption or do I like push it through and we, we kind of just I would struggle be, together? I would be terrified. Like, if right now, if I was pregnant, I would be terrified. Not because of the child, but because there's so many things that can come up, especially Mm -hmm. with me, my physical health. Like, and if I were to have that baby, I'm not putting it up for adoption because 
there's a chance that I couldn't have another one. So if I decided to have a baby, I'm going to keep it. My situation will figure it out. We'll figure it out. That's the shit that I be on too because of the whole I would not be able to, my heart would not let me get an abortion and my mind I don't think would let me give the baby up for adoption. So we'd be in a predicament where we're like, okay, let's do this together. We're going to figure this shit out and hopefully yeah, baby don't is my baby. fuck everything up, you know? But, um, what was I about to say? I totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Totally, totally, totally. Um, okay, we have other topics here. Because <laughs> we're at four minutes. We're at t- other topics. So, is this Generation Z? Is that what you're saying? Gen Z, Gen is Z? it a bad influence? I, if that, if, say Gen Z, is it a bad influence? Um, I feel in a way every generation is a bad influence. I think so. Like you learn things from older generations but you like you learn things not to do. Yeah. Or if you follow after an older generation, like you'll probably do something bad because there are bad influences in every generation. Every generation works a different way and they learn a different way and they do different things. Definitely. Also with Gen Z, it's funny that, that we're, we're called that because um, it's not a coincidence. Gen- Generation Z literally is the end of something. It's the end of this really uh, asleep era type thing going on. There are a lot of people in our generation who are awakening spiritually, whether it's because they're doing a lot of drugs or, yeah. it's, because, or it's because their soul and spirit just can't handle it anymore after a bunch of bunch of times of reincarnating and all that other stuff. And I don't think people take that very literally how uh, it wasn't it's not accidental that we're called Gen Z. All of this stuff happens on purpose. There are some external forces that are like, you know, they, they see ahead and they see your path and they see what's coming next and they're aware of the dots ahead of you and I talk about the dot system all the time internally in my head and with Jazz we talk about how our dots be moving and everything like that but we're literally called Generation Z for a, a reason and I don't think that is bad whole, like fully I don't think it's we're a bad influence fully i think there are some people who are really fucked up in the head but i think there are some people who have a really straight head because we are evolved versions of those before us so if you come from a really fucked up line of people and you know dna and all of that stuff then you're evolving yes but you're evolving into something that's really fucked up unless you awaken yourself and make yourself conscious and aware but some people make the conscious and aware decision to be fucked up and be bad like if you've had a fucked up childhood and a fucked up life because of your upbringing and you take on those attributes and those characteristics that is not on just anyone like that is partly your fault too Mm -hmm. because you know if you notice it you know it's wrong and you know you're doing something wrong you know you're saying something wrong and i'm not saying like it's everyone's fault who is like that because sometimes you can't dig yourself out of a hole you're so far in but if you're aware of it you should know and if you don't try to get out of it it's your fault your fault exactly and I think that what really opened my eyes to that one time was this dream that I had and it was like basically I sat and watched a video (laughs) 
they made me sit and watch a video and in the video it talked about some really heavy stuff without even using words and that's like crazy and it just really vividly displayed that there are fucked up people who awaken and choose to be fucked up just like you can awaken to being love and light and good you can people can awaken to to bad spirits people can awaken to having bad souls because that's who they are that's who they've been just like there are good people there are bad people and i don't know what people have they have this idea of the afterlife like everything's good if you go to this one place and everything's bad if you go to this other place no everyone's literally you, together everyone's how literally how do you know how do you know if you're actually in what they call heaven or hell exactly how do you know that this isn't the afterlife because they're not going to tell you oh hey welcome to hell hey <laughs> welcome to heaven like you won't know like the show the good place Right, they they were in the good place, but they were actually in the bad place, brother. Like it was not really the good place. And their advisor was a a demon, a whole evil demon who erased their memories over and over again, put them through situations because he thought it was funny because he did it for his amusement. But it was to torture them because they were sent to the bad place. It was his job, yes. Right. Everything does turn around. I'm not going to spoil the show. So, like, what we kind of did spoil the show if people wanted to go watch that. But they can um, still go watch it and get the idea of what we're talking about. (laughs) But it's it's so funny because people don't believe that they've already died before. So, the, the whole quote that everyone laughs at i'm alive but i'm dead bro that is literally serious you have died multiple times that's why you get deja vu you have done this multiple times that's why you get deja vu and that's why you like you get that that sense and feeling like i've been here before you literally have you know how many times we've done this and it's not even bad you're doing it to learn something but what would you call this would you call this you know you can't just say like oh when I die, I'm going to go to heaven or hell because you've died before. So where do you think that you went? Where are you right now? Mentally and physically, are you living in your men- uh, Are you living in your ideal heaven or are you living in this kind of really fucked up version of it, which you can call hell? If that makes sense, if that was proper English, I'm not sure. But we're all like on the same plane. And this is this is a cool idea to this is a cool segue and it's 545 the alignment this is a cool segue because when you complete yourself as a soul when you awaken your soul and you complete yourself by living authentically and um doing what you were sent here to do that is when you get sent to the place that people like to think of as heaven which is where Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's where you you get to go to, to home and live with your God, whatever your idea of what comes next is. But you you don't just die and get sent to these two places. No way, no way, no way. You have got to complete yourself as a soul in order for you to move on to what's next. There are different phases of existence, you know. And this this point that you're in, you've lived different phases before this. You know what I mean, like definitely you've totally lived different phases before this whether you were a butterfly or a frog or maybe you weren't even in this realm or maybe you know mm-hmm. you this could be your first time walking this earth this could be your hundredth time walking this earth this could be your third body this could be your first body this could be your 50th body you know it's until your soul is ready and you complete that you become a completed you person won't leave. you won't You'll leave so you can call it. this heaven you can call this hell it's all the same shit and it's all right here and you won't know not at all. Well, most of you won't this know. This orange juice is the best orange juice. I swear to God. It's the best. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jazz. 
Yeah, This is heaven right now. She's over here living in her mental heaven. <laughs> but there are other people on the same plane living their physical and mental health. Things that we've done before as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. What's your next topic, darling? Yeah. <laughs> um, when are we truly ready to love? When are we truly ready to love? That is different for everyone. I think so. Yes. I think for... No one is ever on the same level when they're ready for something, no matter what it is, especially right? love. Love comes when it comes, and you can't control it. And it depends on who you're loving and who's loving you. You guys have to be right? ready for each other. Because you got that good love, you got that bad love, you got the toxic. You, you got the toxic. <laughs> you know what I think is beautiful? Well, it's right here, but the... um soulmate thing remember we were talking about the person on the end of your red rope i think every single relationship that you ever have in your life before you get to your person on the end of the red rope is to prepare you for your your person on the end of your red rope and i think that's so beautiful because you go through all these other relationships questioning is this love is this does this feel like love am i in love just for those things to end and and once you get to your person you feel it you don't even question like oh this this is love like Every single relationship I've had, and before, you cannot I've plan learned. to love someone. No way. You can never plan to love someone because if you do, it's not love. It's not love. It's oh my a gosh. Marriage. Or it's lust. I'm gonna hit you in the head with this book. <laughs> or it's lust. That also goes for like people in our family. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That also goes for like people in our family. A lot of them are living and 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 breathing lust with their partners and I think that's so weird. It. It's literally all that it is or they be they were just like you're cute. Well that is lust. You're cute. You're cute. Let's do things. Let's let's be they together have just a because sexual attraction. And they don't each know other. each other. They don't know shit about each other like at all. That's scary. Like all these years you've been together, you even had a whole ass wedding. What did you do on your honeymoon? Whole ass kid. Like you have kids and everything. Did you never on dates? Do you not talk? Why don't you know each other? You're like seven years deep in this bullshit relationship, and you're just finding out that your partner's an asshole. Why are you just finding this out? Why haven't you guys gotten to know each other? You're just finding out your partner is extra extra sensitive, highly highly sensitive. Why haven't you been known this? Because the and I'm relationships specifically they on are relationship are in our Yes. Or we have some of them who've gotten... Or you have some of them who have gotten, like... They've been married so many times to so many different people. They've been married to so many different so many different times. It's always a new wedding. Now. And I'm always shook. Like, now. you just got married. When did you get divorced? And when did you start dating again? Hold on. On that one, on that... I mean, I'm going to say this because ain't nobody going to know what we're talking about. On that <laughs> one, first of all, a felon. A felon. Started dating while the felon was still incarcerated. How did they, how did they, did they know and, each other before And now that? they're engaged. No. When did she get divorced? She been got divorced because, hold on, first of all, they was never really married. Like, the dude was never home. But they had a wedding. I remember yes, that. And, and I never, and I didn't get on, to I to never the knew about the wedding until really? a year after. 
I didn't get to go to the wedding. I, I never met that man. I don't recall why. I feel like I haven't either. And it's funny because you were over their house a lot, and you did never, you never seen the person. That's really, really funny. Well, uh, what's he your was never there? <laughs> what's your soulmate's favorite color? Blue. Pink. There's another one that I don't recall, but I know it's blue. What's the other one? What's the other one? Oh, pink, pink and sparkles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what's sparkles? your other favorite color? Well, glitter, I guess. Glitter? <laughs> no, because it's not a color, but she's obsessed with gl- She loves glitter. It's, it's blue, sparkles. and there's another one. Is it red, blue, and red? Yes, I'm on fire. Can you forgive those who fail to understand you? I think that the biggest thing, the most, one of the most important things in life is forgiveness. I think that that's one of the most important things. Not only is it good for the person that you're forgiving, but it's also very good I mean, for you. And I'm a very forgiving person, but I do not forget. Just because I forgive yeah. you does not mean I have forgotten. Okay, so me, sometimes I literally do forget. It's a memory thing. But, like, I forgive you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to slip my mind. Then, like, yeah. oh, that's why I low-key don't like you. And be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or, like, if you mess up again and I have to forgive you again. Like, I'm a very forgiving person. Like, I give chances, but I do have a limit. Yeah. And then you will never see or speak to me again. And then you're going to be really hurt once. Because my last goodbye is going to be a big boom. My limit is anger. Because <laughs> it takes a lot to get me angry. So, if you do if a, you enough to get me angry, bro, we have problems. We have problems in life. If I get so angry and frustrated, big... I cry you fucked up like you there's a problem up. for my friendships it's been always like my limit is totally anger but as far as can you forgive those who fail to understand you most definitely one of the things that we have to remember in life is that um sometimes people can only meet you as deep as they've met themselves that goes for one thing and another thing is sometimes when when people are learning to understand themselves you can't expect anyone to understand you fully you know unless right. you're making the unless <clears throat> You're making the effort to understand each other because... And you should like, never go in with those kind of expectations. Yeah. You have to have an open mind. And if you don't, it's not for you. But when it comes to going all back to our last question, soulmates, you, we have this this innate desire to understand each other anyway. So mm-hmm. I think that that's the beauty in those types of relationships is when we want to understand each other. So just you because try. you you try. So just because you fail, that doesn't mean anything. As long as you are trying to understand me, then we're all good. I will not be angry at you or I will not be mad at you because you're trying. And I will always try for you type thing, you know? That's the most beautiful part. Trying as long as you are trying. Of course, you can be forgiven, darling. Forever. Forever. <laughs> but that that's specific to, like, relationships and definitely, like, our relationship as sisters as well because we have moments where we didn't understand each other and where it was hard. But we never just up and just said, fuck it. Yeah, we never, we never gave up on each other, and I think that's the most beautiful thing about us as well. One of the crates. Like, we give each other space and then come back and just... Yes! Well, we used to have moments where we were, like, very... Not upset at each other, but we were just like, ugh! Yeah. And we just go to separate rooms. Grab, grab a book. And, yeah, grab something, grab a book, grab a something. Go to different rooms, and then we come back. Like, okay, th- ready? Let's go. Like, let's keep going. Everything's fine. 
And I think that's something that's beautiful about our <laughs> our relationship as sisters. It's very beautiful, and, and we're very understanding and trusting with each other, and like yeah. that's part of that's the one of the most important things, and like. I love our relationship because we a lot of fucking siblings and yes. the relationship isn't like this with any other one. No way. Like just can't relate. Like, oh my god, I can live with you without being my fucking sister. Go away. <laughs> but when it comes to you, like days, like you're you're just a part of me now. Like right? <laughs> with me comes you. So Exactly, and that's the, it's 5.55, what, <laughs> the alignment, I think that's something that's really, really beautiful as well, when it comes to our relationship, and then the relationship we have with our other siblings, because I don't know where, the memories are a little blurry, so I don't know where, where, we all grew up together, what the fuck, where is everybody else, what happened, <laughs> what are you guys doing, why don't you love your siblings as much as we do? Does that make sense? Yes. It does, but everything got harder after daddy passed away. That's very true. And it was like, especially with our moms, because you know daddy kept us together. Like, our moms ain't do that shit. Not at all. So, like, once he passed, it was so much harder, and, you know... Mama C tried to keep us all together, but yeah. it was harder because not a lot of people, they they really had a grudge against her. Mm-hmm. And it was mainly because of her relationship with daddy that created it. And That's the weird. fact that she was the one with the most kids by him. There's <laughs> a little jealous. What? Jealousy. A little jealous hoes. That's funny. Even I'm though pretty passed away, hoes. though. Yeah, even it was before, always a problem. Yeah, even before he passed away, I don't recall being close to any other siblings but you and maybe Isis because to me, Isis was like my baby. That was like my whole kid. Nobody touch her. Don't look at her. I mean, what? <laughs> I know when me and Dion was super little because we were only a year apart. And when Dion was little, he, he was the sweetest little boy. Right? So we were like this. And I know when I was younger, until... I turned like seven. Devon was my favorite brother. Yeah. And but like he changed a lot, and he doesn't even speak to us. So I j- I don't care if you're not gonna right. speak to me. I'm not gonna speak to you, and I'm not gonna beat myself up about it either. For me, it's definitely like a, a, a up and down thing with our brothers because before Dad died, I wasn't really close to any of our brothers. After he died, Khalil and I got really, really close. That's because yes. we were living to, next to each other. Khalil tried, though. Yes, 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 yes. Like, yes. me and Khalil didn't get really close until I was, like, 14 turning 15. And, like, since then, like, our bond was so close. Like, he even spent Christmas with us wow. last time. And, like... Khalil actually tries. Do you know what I just recalled? What? The first time I ever regressed, and I did not know it was a regression. I was at Danielle's house with Khalil. No way. Bro, that's so weird. But, but okay, after we moved away, I got closer to Quentin. And then Quentin and I got really, really close until he was mean. And this was up until recently. And now Dion and I are the closest. And, yes. And Cameron calls me his favorite sister. But I think it's just because I'm little. <laughs> um, 
well, I'm Courtney's favorite sister. Yeah. Like, the youngest ones after the older ones try... Because, you know, we are just about the middle children. Yes. So, after the older ones stopped trying so hard, I wasn't going to try to be with you because you are way older than me and you don't care. Right. So, I'm not going to try to be there. Especially because I am a child. Well, I was a child. So, I just started focusing on trying to get my way to the younger siblings yeah. and to see you because like that was the only connections I could make at that point because the older siblings stopped trying so I, w- I wasn't going to try to relate to someone who is five ten years older than me and you're being an ass like you're like, a fucking adult right you don't care and then they <laughs> and then the older ones love picking fights with us seriously the oldest girl for me is the one that I had the most trouble with growing up. And that's only because she was so mean. And it was only because of the bio- the biology of everything. It was only because of the biology. Mean. Right. And she's still rude about all of that. <clears throat> but little does she know. Especially, I got to that. She's, she's really rude. Especially to... Especially when you're around other people. Like, she's real blunt with it to be like, oh, no. Yeah. Especially when someone had asked one time if they could get a picture of all dad's kids or whatever. She told me, like, get out the picture and all this other stuff. Right. Yes. Because um, from what I recall, Quentin has raised you since you were one. Right. Was walking around feeding me McDonald's cheeseburgers telling everybody that I was his kid. (laughs) And then, hold on, but nobody would say no slick shit out their mouth until he passed away. Until he died. It was like as soon as he passed away, everyone Mm -hmm. just got, everything got dark. Like, seriously, everything got dark. Everyone got mean. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Because what the hell did you do? Nothing. I didn't do anything. I didn't even talk to those people. A lot of those people I didn't even know, you know? A lot of those people I didn't know. But that's why I like that. I and like then that. the confusion that hit you, because you were 10, I was 9. Yeah, like I did the not. Confu- the confusion, what? they were like, she not she not Jeff's daughter. I was that's, so confused. She not our sister. What? My everything was just just broken. Like, I, I remember the obituary after we had left. I was sitting in the living room, and the chair he would sit in, uh, I was just sitting there, and I had this purple crayon, and I remember writing my name on there with the purple crayon, and I was just like, yeah, I feel better. <laughs> like, I feel so much better, because I wrote my name down with this purple crayon on the obituary. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. But then, um, Clinton one time, I remember crying to Clinton, our oldest brother, and... I was like, do you think he ever would have told me? And he was like, yeah, he would have told you, but he didn't mean to. But you to. were still his child. Exactly. Biology, biology, Biologically and soul It didn't wise. matter. And that's why I'm so thankful that we are awakened and aware now. Like all the people, daddy was a very loving person and he loved taking care of people. Definitely. Like, he would help out anyone. It doesn't matter if he was mad at you or had a grudge. And he never let us see the bad sides of him. Seriously. And he always taught us lessons. Like, that was the really good part. He always kept us together. But what really started to piss me off is when I would say, oh, I want to see my sister. Which one? You know, I, me, I would say yeah, me. I would yeah, say, yeah, I understand. Um, <laughs> that's not your sister, but you can see her. People are so, so rude. So what the fuck is she? 
Please tell me. Because that's my sister. I'm sorry. Um, I'm happy that I was we're raised not with her mm. as my sister. My father told me she was my sister. My mother told me she was my sister. And then went back on that. But yeah, okay. They have some really messed up heads. I don't understand <laughs> it. They have some really messed up heads. Oh and my I don't God, think and their anger. Seriously. Their anger and the way what they call discipline is disgusting. I don't think they realize that a lot of our trauma stems from them. Like, seriously. And that's why I get so, not scared, but I get so weird when I think about even telling them or talking to them about things like DID or any of that. Like, any of the stuff that goes on daily. I'd be like, do you really want to talk to these people about that type of stuff? Because they are not okay in the head. Their views are really, really messed up. You know, and a lot of the trauma that is the reason that I have the idea is from these very situations we're talking about. Half of them weren't even disciplined as children. Like, yeah, they get small punishments, but you did not get hit. No, no, no. Right. You did not get beat like you was another bitch on the street. Yeah, you wasn't pun- you weren't punched in the chest by your parents. Right. Slapped, kicked Fuck. on the floor, dragged in through the hallway. The like come on the fuck Didn't have hell? your mom's knee on your rib cage. Oh like you God. you don't have your parent trying to really take you out this world and threatening to end your life. So why are you doing that? And to then us? oh then we're over exaggerating or it's no not their fault. They didn't mean it. Huh? Okay, we should fucking record everything. <laughs> Should have recorded everything so that today's time you can see that we don't make shit up no we didn't make anything up i'm getting my ferrets Ooh, allison gonna listen to this <laughs> she don't want you to have ferrets or do you mean a lot of the I stuff mean, we talked about ferrets you live about longer oh, okay but okay. um she, she don't want me to get another hamster because because th- when they die i get so sad and she doesn't like me going through that Especially if she's not there. That's really sad. <laughs> I know. But I'm going to get some ferrets. And she's going to love them because they're going to be our new kids. Oh, my God. I mean, all we have for kids is stuffed animals right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to get some ferrets. I'm not going to do the trio, but I am going to get a bonded pair. Okay. That's good. I remember when Day had... His spirits. And I was wondering oh. why he had two of those little rodents. He ended up with three, remember? Uh. It was DJ, TJ, and PJ. Oh, my God. I never knew their and names. They kept getting lost. Bro, oh my God, I just knew were... that when I would go over there, he'd have these two little rats Yo, running around. PJ <laughs> was the baddest one. Like, he would get out the cage all the time. Seriously, I was in a bathtub one time, and they came in the bathroom, and I was like, come get your rats. Bro. Hey, <laughs> Yo. I was scared to get out because they look so weird. I mean, I wouldn't be scared today, but I was, I was tiny, and they were, t- like, big compared to me being tiny, you know? They were, like, squirrels just running <laughs> at you. <laughs> Seriously, it's 6.06, the alignment. We've been at this podcast for 31 minutes. You guys have heard a lot of our lives. You heard a lot of our views. You heard uh, a lot of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Do we have anything else that we would like to talk about in these last couple of... I feel like... 
Better luck next time. Better luck next time. <laughs> I guess this is the end of the podcast. We're closing it out at 6.06 p.m. on this beautiful day of the week that I forget what it is. And, um, yeah, tune in next time to hear about more cool things and listen to From us talk. Bad's life. From Bad's life. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs>